Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. And this is the next episode in Inspire Club. I am your host, Ruth Gantz, and I share duties alongside my colleague, Matt Manners, in hosting the podcast. We're both from Inspiring Workplaces, and we this is one of the most favourite parts of my job, actually, is interviewing incredible people from all over the world and just getting to learn a bit more about them. Um, for those of you that don't know who I am, I am the Managing Director of the Inspiring Workplaces Academy, which is the professional and learning and development arm of the business. Um, I seem to come with a disclaimer during these pandemic times. Um, right now um, I'm in my home um, which is in Sussex in the south of England and there's a lot of digging work going on outside my house because there is an extension being built um, in the house next door to me. I also have three little boys all under the age of four who are under under um, a responsible adult um, but they're not with me but if you do hear any children in the background there's my disclaimer. Um, I'm really, really excited about this uh, episode of Inspire Club today um, because the guest we've got is just an awesome human and I just love talking to her. Um, And before I start, um, much like the 1990s classic film Fight Club, we do have one rule um, and our one rule of Inspire Club is that each of our guests must share a story of one person that has inspired them along the way. We want to help by putting more positivity out into the world and thanking others, thanking someone that maybe had no idea the impact that they'd had on you or on others. It could be a past colleague, but also it can be anyone from outside of the world of work. So let me introduce you to our guest for today. So our amazing guest um, is uh, an incredible um, woman and that's really fitting given this uh, we're seeing International Women's Day this week um, uh, who goes by the name of Jane Rockshaw. Um, Jane, uh, if anyone hasn't had the pleasure of meeting or talking to her before, has um, a phenomenal background in employee engagement, communications and HR. Um, she's worked for Endemol, worked for HMV, NBC Universal and also for Visa and is now in a very global role leading a global team. Um, she is the Global Executive Director of People Growth and Experience and she's based at Warner Media. and for those of you that um, may have heard or may not have heard of Warner Media. That includes brands such as HBO, Warner Brothers, and CNN, for example. Um, so, Jane, you've got an, an amazing role, a real global role. I'm sure not much travel has been going on a lot for you in this global role over the last year. Um, but uh, welcome, Jane. You're here, right? I've been talking for so long. I don't even know you're here. You're here, right? I am still here. Yes, enjoying <laughs> hearing you chatting. <laughs> Oh, did I do you a good intro? You did. Thanks. And you got my surname right. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How are you, Jane? Yeah, good. Good. Board of lock, counting down the days, but um, yeah, really good. Good, good. So, Jane, we're going to go straight in with the one rule of Inspire Club. um, And I would really like you to start by sharing with us a story of someone who has inspired you along the way at work and uh, not only who they are, but also why. So I focused on a work person for for two reasons. Um, I'm I'm thinking about this person. One, someone who has inspired me and inspired um, the people around him as well, Um, but also uh, inspired me in a way to give me confidence to be better 
uh, at work and in myself. So the person that I am going to uh, talk about is Eddie Cunningham. So Eddie is the president of Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. Um, I was lucky enough to work with him a few years ago when I was at NBC Universal, um, starting in an internal communications role. And uh, he is a big Scottish man, um, just the loveliest, loveliest person and an absolute dream to work with, mostly because he is a man that really cares about culture, about employee engagement, about people and how important they are to running a business, uh, which is an absolute dream for someone who works in internal comms, HR or engagement. So, um, yeah, I bet. Yeah, like just uh, wonderful to work with someone who has that mindset. Um, so, you know, ideas you would throw around, he would just grab hold of um, and completely be in support of and be engaging the rest of the team in. So, yeah, he's inspirational, really transparent in the way that he communicated with me and the team, you know, had real trust in his team as well. So really hired people around him. who knew what they were doing and trusted that they knew what they were doing um, and let them do their jobs, you know, had faith in me and the people around us um, and just gave me faith in myself and encouraged me and gave me opportunities I never thought I would have had. So yeah, real inspiration um, and total rock star. Oh, amazing. Eddie Cunningham, if you're out there, I hope you're listening and I hope you know how much you've inspired Jane along the way. Are you still in touch with him? Yes, I am. Yeah, he's living in Los Angeles now. And whenever I go over there, we always grab a coffee. So yeah, he's amazing. Oh, oh amazing. Um, Jane, time for your my why. What is it that drives you? So uh, from a work capacity, it is for me all about the employee experience, which, you know, <laughs> it's great that I'm in an employee experience role. So I actually have a chance to really impact um, the experience of our employees. Um, so in everything that we do with our team, it's truly thinking about the impact of the work that we're doing and ensuring it's in service of what our employees need or what our employees want. Um, and then the other um, thing that drives me um, and gives me purpose is really inspiring my team. I just, I have a wonderful team who I just want to feel they can do the best that they can do and be the best that they can be um, and just inspiring them to do that. So that brings me joy every day. Oh, you sound like an amazing leader as well. <laughs> you can ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> um what's the best experience you've ever had at work I think for me it's definitely having had the opportunity to work in Los Angeles and not just because I got the chance to work in Los Angeles which is obviously amazing it was because I'm a huge film fan so being able to walk onto the Universal lot every day and be close to where the content was being made was just literally a dream come true um and being around the creative people who created that content as well so um and it just really inspired me to be able to bring that content to life in the work that I was doing as well and create really fun kind of new release activations around the movies that we were releasing so things like Despicable Me and The Wolf of Wall Street and um you know 
shows like that the, and, and um, movies like that, when you're actually that close to the content, you can really bring it to life. So definitely my best work experience. <laughs> wow. Working on a film set. I just can't even, just can't even like imagine it. <laughs> yeah, it's not too shabby. <laughs> but being able to link your, you link your passion, your passion for employee experience and being on a film set, that's just incredible. I think there's probably quite a lot of envious listeners right now, Jane. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I did come back to London, but... <laughs> um, what do you think, I'm, I'm sure there's, well, I am actually sure there's a lot right now, particularly given everything that we've gone through over the last 12 months. What do you think is a major workplace priority at the moment? For us, it's definitely um, really focused about re-engaging our colleagues. So we went through quite a big transformation as a business. Last year, we had a new CEO, obviously the whole um, piece around the virtual workforce. You know, people have come into 2021 with new teams, new leaders and new business, essentially, because we're refocusing our efforts as well. Um, so the focus for me and my team is all around re-engaging our employees and getting them focused on the why, so the purpose of Warner Media. So why is Warner Media here? Um, the what, so the priorities for us as a business uh, for 2021. And then most importantly for us is the how, the, um, the expectations and the behaviors that are going to support the purpose and the strategic priorities. Uh, so they are the things that we are most focused on right now and a huge priority for the business as well. So in the strategic priorities, we have a piece around culture. So it's sort of front and center of, of everyone's thinking in the business. Thank you for sharing that insight into what's the priority for you guys at Warner Media right now as well, because I think we can often have these ideas of what we think it's like for other businesses or maybe how the last year has affected them or how it hasn't. And actually, that can be quite different to the truth. And we don't always know what's going on. So thanks so much for sharing that. Um, I don't know if it was from Eddie Cunningham or it was from someone else, but what's the best advice you've been ever, give, ever given and who gave it to you? Do you still remember it? Yeah, I remember it really clearly. So um, it's a lady called Helen Parker, who also works at Universal Pictures and reports into Eddie Cunningham, interestingly. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, the two of them worked very closely together and Helen's a phenomenal woman. So her piece of advice that she shared, gosh, it must have been when I first started there, um, she shared it with a, a group of us and it was all around saying yes to all the opportunities. So especially when you're kind of early on in your career, just say yes to say yes to things that feel outside of your comfort zone, yes to opportunities that are thrown your way just out of the blue, yes to stretch assignments that you know you might stretch outside of your day job or outside of your job spec but you know give things a go because you know certainly for me doing that and saying yes and taking that advice has led me to some really amazing opportunities so leading the people growth and experience team at um, Warner Media being one of them because that's definitely a, a stretch for me that you know learning and development isn't the area of expertise that I've had over you know my career so a real stretch for me but an amazing opportunity you know um a maternity cover role led me to working in internal comms so I took a risk by taking the mat leave role um you know and it wasn't a permanent role just because I wanted to try something new um the secondment in LA so leaving the country just going ah why not I'll give it a go see what happens what's the worst that can happen you know and then taking the role at Visa which was all around setting up a new team and function you know, that was sort of 
at the time I didn't know that I'd have the confidence to do that. And I thought, no, I'll say yes and, and see what happens. So yeah, all around staying yes to new opportunities that are thrown at you, I think was the best advice. That That is, that is incredible advice um, from Helen, right? Helen, yeah? Yeah, like, Helen, yeah. That's just, that's just like amazing. And not only that she gave you that advice, but how your proof that by following that advice and sticking to it the success that it's brought you I've often lived by a similar piece of advice which I'd rather try something and fail or even better grow learn and it lead me to a new path than than just not try anything at all than just stay safe I completely agree yeah I think you just have to sort of sometimes you just need to get over yourself and that inner voice <laughs> chatting away there um, and and just say yes to something that, you know, maybe is out of your comfort zone or isn't exactly the right path, but it might lead you somewhere because, you know, these opportunities do. And if it, like you said, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, you learn something and you move on. Yeah. Just get over yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be. I prefer that. Approach. Maybe I'll use that going <laughs> forward. <laughs> you know, you said yes to a lot of opportunities, and to some people that might seem quite um, scary and quite stressful. And I'm sure there have been plenty of times where you've um, had stressful periods. What do you do to beat stress? Apart from drink wine. Yeah, <laughs> I actually at Christmas and, and this is something that I'd been really terrible at before, but the company gave everybody um, the gift of the uh, Calm meditation app um, as a gift to all WarnerMedia employees. And I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to try using this. And I now use it twice a day just for 10 minutes each time. And I cannot believe how much of a life changer it is, especially working from home. Because it, it switches you from work day to evening in the first instance. So it kind of, I do that 10 minutes in between there. And then before I go to bed, it switches off my mind from what's gone on in the evening or the, the day earlier so that I'm kind of refreshed um, for the morning. So meditation is kind of a quite a new thing for me, but really helping in lots of different aspects of my life and wine. So the two of them, perfect commun- <laughs> perfect combination. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a perfect harmony. Um, well, I've, I'm definitely taking up the um, the wine part of that, but I'm going to have a look into that Calm app because I struggle to flip between my role as a mother and my role as a leader and my role as in work and home. And, and um, I'm sure like many people right now, we're all in the same environment. We do, we're maybe missing that commute. We're missing... Um, the break and um, yeah I'm gonna download that calm app thanks yeah you should (laughs) (laughs) what do you think is the most important quality in a leader and I'm probably a little biased here because my background is communications but I genuinely think it's really clear transparent open communication and I mean that two-way so being able to have that between leaders and teams their direct reports or whether they are the wider team. I think if you don't have that clear, transparent and open communication, you don't have a psychologically safe place to work. You don't have a, um, a space of trust. You know, there's, there's so much impact by not having leaders that um, can communicate well uh, or listen well. Um, so that would definitely be my top 
quality that all leaders should should work on. Yeah, I really agree. We we ran a global twenty four hour event called the Inspirathon um, about a month ago now, and um, key themes. I was there for nearly all of those twenty four hours of, of presenters, and the key themes that came from that um, was a, a, exactly what you're saying around leaders need to get better at communication, which is honest and open and be human um, and and admit to failures and admit to their own stresses and worries and lead by example through how they communicate with their people, which in turn creates, and this was a huge theme um, at the Inspirathon, these psychologically safe workplaces. Um, We spent so many years making sure our workplaces were physically safe. And now there's a real need for these psychologically safe places where people can thrive. You've just summarised it so perfectly. It's like you sat through the whole 24 hours too. (laughs) Obviously, I did yeah <laughs> is, there anyone, is there anyone you'd ever want to swap jobs with just for a day no I want to swap jobs with someone for a life but uh, I want to be a travel photographer so that would have been my other job if I'd have um if I'd have thought about that earlier in life so yeah anything to do with travel and photography marry them together and it's the perfect job wow are we getting an insight into some of your hobbies there then? yeah travel 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 so this year has been absolute torture <laughs> Oh, I can imagine excruciating for you. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go to first? So I think, well, actually, and, and I like traveling to really different places, but the first place I want to go is just somewhere where I can just sit and relax and not think about anything. So we um, the year before last to Crete and stayed in this really beautiful hotel. And it was just, and this isn't something I normally get excited about, but just beach and cocktails and sitting by the pool and reading I just want to sit and read without my laptop and without doing a video call um that's the first thing I want to do I've already got my heart set on the place that we're going to go to so yeah that would be that and then my you know my favorite place that we've been to my husband and I actually for our honeymoon was South Africa so just uh, everything about it the food the wine the wildlife the scenery the people it was just yeah fabulous so I'd go back there in a heartbeat as well oh amazing you're getting us all dreaming here Jane yeah sorry (laughs) amazing that's all right I'm just I'm just thinking about getting at the house this year it might have to be a tent with the kids but (laughs) it's not gonna be a nice beach with cocktails but let's just get let's just get us out I'll send you some wine (laughs) oh South African um how, how do you stay productive Jane I have a, um, a thing that I do every morning, which was um, shared with me by someone a few years ago, um, the big rocks, little rocks list. Mm. Yeah, the whole concept around you have a jar. If you fill it with all the little rocks, all the small bits of work that you need to do, you can't then fit the big rocks in on top of that. But if you fit it, the, fill it with the big rocks first, those five things that you absolutely need to do that day without fail, without letting all the other things get in the way. The other small rocks can kind of fall around that. Um, so I write on two pieces of paper, big rocks, little rocks, and I focus on the big five and then the little ones kind of just fall around it. So um, I, I, I'm good with lists. So that really helps me plan my day. Otherwise I would just go off on tangents and I'd react to emails or phone calls and whatever anyone else needs rather than focusing on what I need to get done. So that's how I sort of stay productive kicking off my mornings like that. 
Yeah, that's that is that is a really really good analogy, a brilliant story. Back in the day, I used to deliver time management and productivity training, and that was one of the examples. I do actually remember getting jars and carrying them across London with oranges and sweets and little rainbow drops and water. I think I even brought beer into one of the training rooms once and actually did the analogy. But I added too much sugar in beer and it was just a complete mess. And I was in some. <laughs> I was on like the 35th floor of a be- in a beautiful training room in a bank in central London, just completely ruining their training rooms and stinking it out with beer. But it is an incredible analogy that... Stick, stick with rocks. Yeah, stick with rocks. But look after the big things first. I was having the exact same conversation with someone this morning that you, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like you've got to look after the big things first and and focus on what's really most important right now for you and whether that's in work what like you say the top five things that have to be done that day or have to be done that week um rather than focusing on all the little things or in your personal life it might be like the dramas going on that are out of your control or um worrying too much about the laundry and just completely neglecting yourself or your kids or whatever else is going on in in your life so yeah that's an incredible incredible I've forgotten about I've forgotten about the rocks let's see there you go you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) wow I'm learning I'm getting so much out of you today Jane (laughs) um what's the one thing you're learning at the moment or are you learning anything at the moment or you've learned something recently yeah I am actually I just started um in uh January my coaching training so I'm doing my coaching diploma at the moment and um a, I am completely in awe of all of the good coaches out there because it's way harder than it looks. Um, learning a lot about myself as well um, whilst I'm doing it. And yeah, absolutely loving it. And and also just working with a new group of people. Like we're not getting, we're not getting a lot of new connections working from home um so it's been really lovely to connect with this group of people going on a similar journey to you and they're all just wonderful um and and one of the things that that one of the um trainers said the other day was let silence do the heavy lifting and that's probably one of the things that i've struggled with learning the the sort of technique of coaching is just staying silent you know the the room isn't mine the room is my clients um and you just need to give them the space to to think and process um and that requires you shutting up and um not doling out advice or jumping in with another question it's just letting silence do the heavy lifting so i thought that was a really really interesting learning um yeah as i'm going through that coaching training so yeah that's my current uh, focus actually for the rest of this year it's staying silent staying silent how yeah. hard is it it's so hard it is so hard <laughs> yeah it's so hard I um I qualified as a coach about about seven years ago and it was probably one of the biggest learning curves for me in my life like I mean everyone's listening probably right now has guessed that I'm like definitely an activist I'm certainly an extrovert um I'm a very chatty person from Wales um and the the art this we learned about it Nancy Klein time time to think and time to be silent and that it's so so I could not believe how much people pay coaches to not really say anything and I couldn't believe it until I had to learn to become a coach myself and realize it's actually an art it's so hard it is it is an art that's exactly what it is it is really hard 
Um, and to not have your voice kind of going on in your head thinking, what do I ask next? What do I think of next? You're supposed to be completely present and focusing on the person in the room. So yeah, it's, it's fascinating and it's definitely going to, you know, they call it coaching practice. That's exactly what it's going to require. Lots and lots of practice. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be practicing it on your husband. And when you eventually get to see people outside of the house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I keep doing it with people. <laughs> they don't know what I'm doing, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've got a quick fire round now. Jane, are you ready? Yes. If you were a teacher, what would you teach? I would, I would teach, and this is something I don't think they do well in schools. Sorry, this isn't very quick fire. Um, life skills, like how the heck you prepare young people to walk into real life. Yeah, life skills, 100%. Oh, so needed. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird, which makes it really challenging when I work with the US and everyone comes online kind of at five o'clock. <laughs> um, what, what's your favourite music? or album or a song that really gets you going when you really need it definitely so brothers in arms dire straits is my favorite album um and money for nothing is my go-to song so i've been my if i'm in my car that full blast uh for mostly for the drum solo so anything that has a drum solo actually <laughs> but yeah oh yeah my favourite album. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, talk to me about what you're like around the house. Do you hope, hope your husband will do the chores or you're laughing here? Or are you I am laughing. I'm wondering if my husband can hear. Um, I am not great around the house. My husband definitely does the heavy lifting. Um, so, you know, I hate, I hate washing up. Thank goodness. The first thing I checked when we were looking for a new house, if it, if it had a dishwasher, um so no my husband does a lot of the stuff around the house he cooks really lovely food I'm really really lucky um so yeah and he he finds it quite therapeutic which is good uh, but yeah he does the heavy lifting oh you know this this podcast is um perfectly timed around International Women's Day and it's so great to hear these stereotypes of like women doing everything around the house just being completely squashed I mean it's so so great and so refreshing to hear that as well and um, what's your favorite film that's an easy one breakfast at tiffany's oh great one and an oldie as well i know i love it anything with audrey hepburn but breakfast at tiffany's by far my favorite movie i love it what's something you've done and you'd never do again keep it clean yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's easy scuba diving i um i got my paddy when I went to Australia, so before I went to Australia, because I wanted to dive the Great Barrier Reef, and I hated every single minute of it. So never dive again. <laughs> no, I, I can snorkel, and that's about as deep as I'd, I'd like to go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with me. you on that. <laughs> yeah. um, Jane, you've travelled a lot. We know you love to travel, and in another life, you'd be a travel photographer, and you've travelled a lot with work. If I asked you to pick the best place in the world that you've been to where would it be so outside of south africa um i think the most well, the two most interesting places i've been that are so different to the way that we live um are were cambodia just completely completely couldn't be more different to being in the uk and it was really humbling and i just had such an amazing experience there um, and then the other place is Japan. And I think, I think going somewhere where they don't speak your language and you don't speak their language and trying to, um, to get by 
uh, doing that is fascinating. The food is amazing, but it's really difficult to order food because you can't speak each other's languages. Um, it's a beautiful country. Um, but yeah, that was just a real culture shock for me as well. So I'd say they're the two most different countries I've been to, which I just found unbelievably fascinating. Amazing. Amazing. I'd like to go. I feel like it would be, I went to Moscow and I found that quite hard work because of the la the language difference and the cultural differences in how you behave and act as well. I feel like Japan's maybe pushing it a little bit too difficult for me, but that's where I need to take your advice and just get over myself and say yes and yeah, do it. Just say yes. <laughs> just say yes. Thank you, Helen. Just say yes. <laughs> um, Jane. Who would you like, this is my final question for you, who would you like to listen to or for us to interview on a future episode of Inspire Club? So this was really, really difficult because there were so many people. So I went from kind of people like Michelle Obama and Ariana Huffington to um, a couple of people that I think, who I follow on um, social media, who I just think are doing really fascinating things and really pushing boundaries. One of them is John Amici. So he calls himself the everyday Jedi. So he does a lot around um, leadership coaching and change and DEI. And it's just the way that he expresses himself and, and tells his stories and gets his point across is really, really impactful. I've never known anyone like that. So the things that he's talked about and, and he's worked with us a bit at Warner Media as well, just super impactful, charming, wonderful man. So John Amici, and then the other person is James Watt, who um, um, owns or runs Brewdog. So he's just done so many amazing things. He's really inspiring, you know, he's changing the world. Uh, so yeah, the two of them. And the other person I like, if I'm gonna throw a woman in there, as it's a, uh, as the week it is, uh, is Anna Whitehouse. So Mother Pucker, um, she's just been, you know, fighting the fight for parents and um I'm not a parent myself but oh my goodness I admire her for speaking up and and just being super honest and herself and then obviously her husband um speaking for for her and him as well so yeah the three of them I would throw in oh they are amazing I follow all of them and they're like my go-to people for inspiration as well. So um, we we actually did have Anna speaking at a conference we were running, which got cancelled because it was a some it was an event of 2020 that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, um, groundbreaking research. There's amazing things that Brewdog have done, pivoting during a pandemic from not just beer to hand sanitizer, but also what they're doing internally for their people. It's been it, just some incredible stories. So we're coming for you. We're coming for you. Thank you for those three nominations, Jane. You've got Jane to blame for that when I start um, <laughs> coming for you to come on the podcast with, with me or with Matt. Jane, it's been it's been so nice talking to you. I always no, love thank you for having me. It's quite nice just to record it and let everyone else listen to it as well. Um, and what 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 a woman! I'm sure everyone will agree. What a woman you are! Um, completely flying the flag and leading so well in employee experience and engagement. And you're such a passionate leader and someone that I would love to work to work with. Um, I'm not going to leave. Don't worry, inspiring workplaces. I'm not jumping ship to Warner Media, but. 
thank you so much. It's so it's so interesting to get to know you as a person as well. Like we always talk about work, right? We're always yeah, talking about it's new. We do. <laughs> it's so nice to get a bit of an insight into people's lives as well. So, um, thank you, thank you to everyone that's listening, and we'll be back soon with um a future episode maybe with someone that Jane's nominated or someone that's inspired Jane. Um, as we've mentioned a few times, it, it, we are seeing International Women's Week, um, Women's Day at the moment um, this week. So if you haven't already seen it, look out for the ebook where we have curated it with our community. So with our community of inspirers, we've worked together to ask them the gender gap it's in fact increasing not decreasing as we'd like to have seen and the pandemic has only heightened the issues we're seeing in the disparity in gender so we went out and asked our community what do we need to do about it so um look out for that ebook that we um we have released and again thank you jane for being such a remarkable and incredible woman um on the podcast today and i'll see you soon